Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Stu Hynek. He's the author of How to Get a Meeting with Anyone. Yep. Can't wait to get into this. It's great to have <laughs> you with to. us. Can't wait to. <laughs> so I don't say this often. There was one other book we did earlier where I said, this is the kind of title you see on a book in an airport gift shop, and it grabs you. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we've all had that moment. Ah, if, only I, if only I could get, how do I get a meeting with that person? How do I get that yeah, person on the phone? Yeah. And now you've written a book with your secrets. That's that's right, yeah. Because you apparently have the answers. And you do, because I've read the book. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to get uh, to dive right in. So so tell us, how did the idea for this book come about? Personal experience, right? Well, a long time ago, I was mm-hmm. just starting my career. And I knew that I wanted to use cartoons or wanted to blend cartoons with marketing. And um, when I was starting, direct mail was kind of a big deal, uh-huh. actually. That's right. a, uh, and, and I wanted to work with publishers here right. in New York, you know, Time Inc. and right. Condé Nast and so on. And my first break was I, I got two assignments, one for Rolling Stone and one for Bon Appetit. So we should say you're a cartoonist. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're an artist. That's, that's a cartoonist the core and a marketer, though. Yes. Both mm-hmm. of them. I've, right. been, I've always been both. So, okay. so I created these, these test campaigns, and they worked. They Not only did they work, they beat the controls, which means they, they set a record for response. That was the most response that they'd ever gotten mm. to in those slots for those, for, you know, for those mailings. So it beat the record. It, it beat the controls. I thought, hey, perfect. You know, that I, I've got it now. That gives me the, the chance to spread it to the rest of the publishing industry. What so, did you do? Well, what so what that? that meant, I needed to reach about two dozen um, VPs and directors of circulation and, or, or consumer marketing. Mm-hmm. And these VPs at Time Inc. and Condé Nast and Time Warner and so on, you're not going to get through to them very easily. Right. And I knew that. But but I also knew that, well, I knew they'd want to hear about about these two uh, two new controls and also how I did it. Mm-hmm. And so um, so I made up this little campaign. I didn't know, know what to call it. So I called it a contact campaign. I had to talk about it. So it's right. a contact campaign. And and what it was was just eight by 10 prints of, uh, of a cartoon, each about each recipient. So they were personalized. Uh-huh. Um, and, and went with a note that said, this is a device I just used to beat the controls for Rolling Stone and Bon Appetit magazines. We what do, what put, do you mean by beat the controls? What does that well, mean? Well, so in statistics, you're always testing against a control group. That's the constant. Ah. Right? So in direct marketing, it's the most effective thing you've ever mailed. That becomes the new control group. I see. Okay. Um, but it so also is sort controls. of jargon for that's the, that's the thing we roll out millions of pieces Got of. It. And so I sent that note saying I just beat the controls for these two magazines. We should put this to the test for your titles. Uh-huh. And I, I broke through to all of them. And again, coming from the direct marketing right. world, I already knew that 100% response rates are supposed to be impossible. Yeah. I got a hundred percent response rate, Incredible. and then uh, all of them converted to clients. So it was a hundred percent conversion rate. And again, what was the winning token? What did you do exactly? You sent uh, in a cartoon. I sent a cartoon. Yeah, uh-huh. sent them a cartoon about them. A personalized um, cartoon. Personalized cartoon. You know, a lot of times I had a lot of people copy what I do, right? And I they can don't imagine. get the fact that this cartoon isn't. It isn't just you know I'm going to make this thing about you, but it's going to be about my brand or my offer. Um, 
you really have to, I mean, if someone's going to read a cartoon, and by the way, readership surveys have been showing that they're the best read and remember parts of anything mm-hmm. that they're in editorially. I mean, yeah. so anything, newspapers or, or magazines, they, they get the top marks. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to send a cartoon, it better be good. Right. And people are used to good cartoons, funny cartoons. Yeah. It's a high bar. Just a grab for attention. Um, but it's And it's talking about your offer, perhaps, or your brand, which is what clients always try to do with these cartoons. I always have to counsel, counsel them out of that. But if, if it's anything like that, it just kills it. So, But when it's on target, these are like magic. Yeah. They're like just magic gold. bullets. Yeah. yeah, striking gold. Yeah. So y- you created a term for what you did. You call it contact yeah. marketing. Yeah. So, Stu, in a nutshell, then, what is contact marketing? Well, you know, I just described the campaign, my first campaign to the publishers, to, you know, just two dozen people. Mm-hmm. So one thing is it's it's micro-focused. Mm-hmm. You don't, you, you're not going to a mass audience. You're going to a very, very tightly targeted audience. Um, usually, usually you're using something that well, may be a little audacious. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that's, that's a theme. It's not always that, but right. it, it tends to be... Uh, a lot of audacious things um, because you want to get someone's attention. Right. Um, that means you're also including a lot of production value and actual monetary value in, uh-huh. in what you're doing. But that's okay because, again, you're just going to a very small audience. Um, so if you spent um, if you spend $100 per person, but you were making millions on the back end, well, it's worth it. Sure. Right? So, and you'll, that, that would end up pulling a, a huge ROI. So mm-hmm. they're, they're micro-focused, and you can expect high response rates. Once it's dialed in and high response rates, as high as 100%. Right. And ROI, the the, the record so far um, of all the stories I know of is three and a half million percent. Wow. I don't even know how to understand that <laughs> I number. Don't even, yeah. yeah. Who's counting? <laughs> That's right. C-Suite Radio. So this idea yeah. of contact marketing, at the end of the day, we're trying to reach someone that we can't just send an email anymore. You're saying... It, there's that special sauce. And through the form of contact marketing, you're a cartoonist. You are, you are given a gift and you can send these personalized cartoonists to these CEOs or who, you know, magazine editors who you were trying mm-hmm. to reach. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's how you did it. You, they saw this cartoon and they contacted you. So let's kind of give the audience some examples of contact marketing because I'm not a cartoonist. So I'm thinking, wow, that's great. I wish I were a cartoonist. I could probably reach <laughs> more people if I could draw the way yeah. you can. So in the book, you, you talk about some, cause you talk about some ways that are, will cost you, but then some free ones, yeah, right? Because yeah. some people don't have a lot of money when they're starting off and they're saying, can I contact market for free? You, you, actually, you can. Yeah, okay. that's right. And you just mentioned email, that mm-hmm. you shouldn't use email. You can use email. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's overused mm-hmm. uh, as a crowded channel. I'm but, saying if it, has, if it hasn't but, worked for you yet. You know? Yeah. Uh, and but and I certainly would say if you're going to do it, um, timing would be important mm-hmm. um, and, and brevity would very important. Mm-hmm. We really get to the point. Sure. Don't waste this person's time. Right. And a lot of times you'll see copy that's like this long uh, on the page. And say, well, I'm not going to read that. No. Nobody will read that. I know. And it's a shame because uh, that person obviously spent a lot of time formulating. Yeah, they did. They spent yeah. too much time. Too much time. Actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so you could do, you can use, obviously, a lot of people are using LinkedIn. That's mm-hmm. free. I mean, you have to have a computer connection. You have to have a computer. I suppose that's not free, but right. it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but then you know, there are all all kinds of, of, of approaches to contact marketing. Um, some some favorites, you know, there are all kinds of gifts. There are other gifts that really wow people and have them saying, 
wow, I get it. I get what your offer is. I mean, I get what your value is. I get what your brand is. I get it immediately. I don't even, I didn't even realize I get it. I just get it. In fact, um, what they're really experiencing is I love the way you, this person thinks. Right. I got to meet them. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there are really interesting forms of gift giving. There are, are, are there, you can go in a different direction and offer value in terms of research. I would think, Stu, that nowadays, in the electronic, the digital world we live in, most people are making their inquiries via email or LinkedIn. Yeah. So yeah. are many people using snail mail anymore? Probably not. Uh, you know, yeah, that's right. And that great point, because if they're not using it, I don't use crowded channels. Mm-hmm. That's really kind yeah. of an important point. Right. You know, if everybody's using email and LinkedIn, you might want to try something else. Right, right. You know, and if you send something through the mail or via FedEx, something like that, then you will stand out. Right. Yeah. The question is, though, obviously, you know, the, the world we live in today, are members of the C-suite opening packages? Are they apt oh, yeah. to open things? I guess their executive assistant might be the gatekeeper, but yeah. are people opening yeah, unsolicited packages? Yeah, they still are. Okay, so they don't, are. don't fear that. Yeah. I mean, um, well, here's the thing. Um, and, you know, got a lot of a lot of people fear executive assistants. You shouldn't. You should be including them in your campaign. Okay. They are a vital part of your campaign. And not because you should sweet talk them and, I don't know, manipulate them somehow. They are decision makers as well. And um, and they're really important. In the book, I call them uh, uh, talent scouts or yeah. vice presidents of contact. Uh-huh. They're just really important. In fact, a lot of times CEOs will ask, well, how is this person on the phone with you? Were they... You know, did they treat you well? Sure. That's the first, the first level of, yeah, screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, really, they, it's, they're really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you include them in the campaign, then um, I, I think if you're sending something, then you should be talking to them first. Sure. And not to get their permission so much, but just to say, I'm sending this, this thing. In fact, I should show you what we send. Yeah. Because, um, because we end up calling, wow. uh, calling ahead. So this is a big board, uh-huh. uh, what we call a big board. Right. And you can see there's a... It's a big board. Wow. <laughs> and there's a cartoon in there. And yeah. the cartoon is, is um, it's personalized Amazing. to the recipient. Are they usually this big? They are, yeah. Wow. Oh, do you want to read it? Jeffrey Hazlett says you can tell a lot about a person just by looking at their book deal. I, I tend to agree. So if I was sending that to, to Jeffrey, uh-huh. you know, I would get through. Right. Jeffrey I mean, would say, oh, my God, this is great. This take is, a selfie with it. And yeah, this is great. Do. It's different. It's unique. Yeah. Um, and it's you. So so what? So we were talking about executive assistants, though. Mm-hmm. And so we'll tell them, the rep will tell them, or I'll tell them if I'm using it, um, I'm sending a print. I've got a print. One of the Wall Street Journal cartoonists, I'm sending a print of one of my cartoons. And so um, I just wanted to, you know, I want it to be a surprise for your boss, but yeah. not for you. Just give him a heads so, up. Warning, yeah. Because yeah, it doesn't come out of nowhere. Because you mentioned unsolicited packages. You don't really, you know, yeah. it's a good thing to do. But in the world of anthrax so and everything. Them, <laughs> let them know like, about it. You know? yeah, yeah, no, yeah. exactly. How long have you been a, a cartoonist for the Wall Street Journal? God, um, five years or so. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Let's get to some of... Um, the examples of what, you know, some more well-known examples of this contact marketing. Um, you say someone took out a full-page ad in the yeah. Wall Street Journal. That, that's oh, an idea. Yeah. Right? So tell us, tell, us, tell us about a couple yeah. of them. There's and, a pigeon here you know, I've written out. I was going to say, you know, well, I, I didn't kind of get, get to the last category earlier. There's also sort of over-the-top stuff. So this is, those two things are, mm-hmm. are, are, are examples of that. So the, the, the Wall Street Journal thing was really, really a great thing, done by a very, very clever guy, Rick Bennett. Uh-huh. Rick owned a small advertising agency in the San Francisco Bay Area, and he had a a tech client who came to him one day and said, you know, 
I'd really like to, I'd like to sell my, my business to Larry Ellison, the, the CEO of, um, of Oracle. Mm-hmm. I, I know he'd be interested in it, but I don't know how to get a hold of him. I don't know how to get in front of him. And Rick said, I know. I know exactly what we'll do. Uh-huh. Rick's that way. He's yeah. pretty cool. So Rick said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to create this contact letter, and I'm gonna, but I'm going to create it and lay it out as a full-page ad, and we'll run it in the Wall Street Journal. Wow. Think about that. And it, this Amazing. was a few years ago. It yeah. cost him $10,000 right. just to run the ad. You have to have the money to do that. You do? Yeah. And it, it's a big gamble. Think mm-hmm. about that. $10,000 just to reach one person. Right. But I clearly had the money to gamble. You did. <laughs> you did. And, you know, I would say that audacity is a, a theme that shows up in a lot of these things. So certainly there was a lot of audacity sure. on display there. Quite bold. Now, um, and, and what's really cool about this is that, you know, Larry probably reads the journal. So I'm sure that he, yeah. you know, he probably saw it. Okay. That's not what lit this, thing, lit this thing up. What was is that all of the people who had ready access to Larry, and, you know, I don't know who they are, but right. there aren't a lot of them. Whoever it is, the people he knows, maybe his family members, they read the journal. Uh. And friends and family, yeah. Right. But they read the journal, and they were calling him all day long. So think about what this did. It right. recruited the help of all the people that Larry knows to That's call so him true. all day long yeah. to say, did you see this thing? So the system works, yeah. So it did? Yeah, it did. Yeah, so that's an expensive example of yeah. contact marketing. But can you give us one or two that are free, you know, for someone yeah. who doesn't have a lot yeah. of money but needs to reach someone? Well, let, yeah, so let's talk about email for one. Okay. Um, you know, um, Aaron Ross who wrote Predictable Revenue, okay. one of the people that I interviewed for the book, told me a story of how he once um, wrote an email to Mark Benioff. He just figured out what his email address mm-hmm. is. That's kind of easy to do. Yeah. And, um, and he wrote just a very, I think it was under a dozen words, and said, Mark, we, we do this. Is that, would that be of interest? And he got an answer back in 30 seconds. Okay. Now, otherwise, he won't get through to Mark Benioff. And in fact, if you write probably any more than that, you won't get through to him. What did he title the email, though? Do you know that? <laughs> I don't remember that, right. no. Okay. But no, but, uh, okay. and I thought, it's really interesting. I've got, to, I've got to see if I can get through to Mark. Uh-huh. And I did. Same thing. So got back to me words. right away. Wow. Yeah. So, so keep hmm. it really, really, really brief. Okay. And, and, um, and you mentioned the number 12. If you can do it in 12 words or less... Great. And do it in a way that has them asking, well, how would you do that? Whatever it is that you're saying you can do or you'd right. like to do. Leave them wanting Leave more. Them tease thinking, them. Yeah, tease. You just think of what what would they, but don't manipulate them. Mm-hmm. Just be very straightforward. But I can, I'd can. i like to do this and, and it'll have this effect. Maybe Peak, something right. like that. Peak their so interest. They're saying, how would you do that? Yeah. Wow. Okay. The other, the other. Excuse me one second. Does that 12 hmm. words include the dear Mike? <laughs> do you say eliminate that? Uh, so is that a waste of time? Okay, 14. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I'm, curious, I'm sure people are wondering that. Don't say dear. Or high. Just just oh, mark. Mark. Death. Okay. So yeah. not even a high mark. Okay. Yeah. Just mark. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the other one is timing. So, you know, CEOs, if you think about it, CEOs are very busy during the week and their assistants um, are very busy going through their emails and they're filtering them and, and so on. So that's not really a very good time to send an email to a CEO. But if you send it, it's really great tip. I think this came from Mark Hunter. Um, and, and Mark said, if you send an email let's say early Saturday morning uh, or Sunday evening. Off peak. Yeah, off peak, but also at a time when there's no filter, there's no executive assistant, but they're also, you know, their inbox just isn't very full. Right. And they're, so Saturday morning, they're getting up, they're, they might be checking their email before they get started on the weekend. Yeah. And, and so you can reach them actually then. So it's interesting. Or, I, I thought the opposite. I always think you don't really know if they're reading the email. Maybe they're one of those people who's not reading their work email on the weekend. So then what... Ultimately, happens is that email will then get 
caught in the abyss of the Monday morning. You would think so. Bunch. You would think so. So I never, you know, uh, I've always wondered that Wondered that in my head. Like, yeah. it depends on the person. No? But I, you, I think, reached, you think most I, people are checking their email on the weekend. I think they are. I've reached Steve, I reached Steve Forbes that way. Wow. Um, I mean, you'd be surprised. Okay, it's worth who, a shot. Who responds, yeah. Yeah. So, Stu, all that said, at the end of the day, what is the goal of contact marketing? Well, you know, I, you might think it's just to get through to someone or get to their to get their attention, and I guess you could get their attention if you shot a flare. You know, <laughs> yeah. you get your yeah. get attention in a lot of ways. Not not all of it is positive, right. uh, but you know, yes, it's to get their attention. But it's also God use audacity, use creativity. You know, really just enthrall them. But ultimately, what you want them to be doing is saying, "I love the way this person thinks. I, I've got to right. meet them." Mm-hmm. I just and if you do that. Then think about what that first meeting will be like. Right. It's going to be great. It's, it won't be a cold call at all. Yeah, you've given yeah. them a small taste of your mindset and how yeah. you think, and they want to hear more, yeah. see more. It makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah. We're out of time. I have one last question because I'm sure a lot of people are wondering how does social media impact this idea of contact marketing? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, social media is a big factor uh, in, in just in getting in contact with people. But think about LinkedIn. There's a half a billion people there now, and it keeps rising. Um, but you, and and it's a great way to meet people. I'm constantly meeting people, and people are constantly reaching out to me that they've read the book and they're telling me great stories of mm-hmm. what what's happened as a result of reading the book. I love that. Right. Um, so that's a way to contact market you. It is absolutely. But, if you read the book, yeah. Right. But I'm yeah. saying, as opposed to just writing a traditional, you know, banal email, is there something you suggest to grab someone's attention? Using social media, is it sending yeah. a GIF? Is it a meme? You know, yeah. what are oh, I wouldn't do that. Okay. I, I would send them. Um, I, what I would do is use. A, I, I would do a little bit of research first, mm-hmm. find out what's important to them, mm-hmm. um, and how you fit into that. Okay. I mean, I, I think that's just sort of social media one hundred and one at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then think about what it is, how, what sort of value you can bring to them. Then reach out to them. You might start out saying, "I saw you speak." at the C-Suite Network um, event yesterday, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would imagine that'll get you through to a lot of the people who spoke. Right. And um, and when you said this, I was wondering what you really meant. Did you mean this or this? Okay. That'll create engagement. Okay. The, sort of the wrong way to do it is you reach out. And be, as an author, I will often uh, respond. To, I, I'll basically you know connect with almost anyone. Um, and because I don't know who's read the book, and I want to connect with the people who've read the book. So every once in a while, someone will reach out, and I'll respond back, and then they'll hit me with a pitch. Not the way to do it. Okay. You know, and also it's a long pitch. Yeah. It's like, you know. Right. It's you like they're kind of tricking me. you, right? It's yeah. Like, okay. Just, you know, it's just yeah. boneheaded. Right. Don't do it that okay. way. Okay. Well, yeah. there's so many great, you know, tips, techniques, tools in the book. Uh, some, you know, you have to read the book because you talk about some of the tactics and contact marketing, uh, sending or contact marketing that involves sending swords, egg cartons, newspaper ads we've talked about. Um, pigeons. Pigeons. Yeah. It goes yeah. It goes on and on and on. <laughs> and also understanding CEOs, if that's who you're trying to uh, reach. So there's some great stories in here. But again, monetary mm-hmm. contact marketing and contact marketing that's free because you're covering sort of all spectrums. Mm-hmm. Also, before yep. we go, I just want to say there, there's a quote on, on the back of the book from Rick Dees, who yeah. we know is a legendary yeah. radio personality. Yeah. And he says that your ability to make contact through unique methods is phenomenal. He's a creative genius. And I think that uh, hits the nail on the head because clearly you're, you're giving a gift nice. with your with your cartoons. Um, but now you've shared your secrets with us for People without artistic Everybody ability. Everybody has it. So that's all out there. <laughs> Everyone yeah. has their own ability. It might not be yeah. cartoon cartoonist ability, yep. but um, yeah. but thank you for sharing because it's a really interesting read and applicable to anyone. It is. Anyone right? can use it. And really, 
I mean, you think about it, it doesn't even, it really doesn't have to apply just to selling. Thank you so much. It was very insightful, very unique. Thanks for having me on. And if you'd like more information on the book, just head to our website, csweetbookclub.com, c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. Like what you just heard, visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.